Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, Today, the name of my talk today is Meditation, Love, and Attraction. And what this is about is what is love? How do we attract love? You know, people talk about how do we attract our soulmate? I've been invited to many summits and I've talked about it many times. And I always come back to it, essentially the message I'm about to give you. And uh, it's the message combined with how meditation can help. Now, uh, this is not about how to figure out how to have love in your life by manipulating your environment. This is also for anybody who is in a relationship as well as for single people. Because many of us in relationships would love to know how to attract love in our relationships. Many people are living disconnected lives in the relationship and many times loveless relationships. Or maybe they're not loveless, but we would like more love. We would like more connection. And of course, it's for single people as well. So meditation, love and attraction, what's the, what's the connection there? Now, the main thing I want to say about uh, love and attraction is that most of us are reacting to our environment. We depend on our environment. When people treat us well, they approve of us, we feel happy, we feel loved. Maybe it's easy to love them back because they love us. If someone seems to approve of us, we feel attractive. And then when we feel attractive, maybe we have a burst of self-esteem. But of course, it's depending on the environment. One of the things that I've talked about in other talks and other videos and podcasts is the idea of the moon and the sun. That many of us act like we're the moon. We have, the moon has no light of its own. The only reason it shines is because of the sun reflecting its light on the moon. That's why we, we have moonlight. There's no real moonlight. The moonlight is a reflection of the sun. For us, as people, many of us are acting like the moon. We're waiting. We're waiting to be told we're okay, to be shown we're okay, to be shown we're worthy, shown we're lovable. But in reality, we are the sun. If, there's, if you want to put in a nutshell what I do in my life, is I help people access their sun, their own inner light. It's already there. We can't afford to wait. Now look, there are people that are very, very traumatized in life. Um, and they've been conditioned. As I teach my grad students, the brain is conditioned to adapt to the environment. And so they have a disadvantage. It's hard to feel loved when you've been treated terribly. I'm not here to 
put a little band-aid on it and say, look, just think positive and everything's going to be okay. That's, their, that's why there are treatments such as I do, such as EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, and others that help people process trauma. There are also good therapists uh, such as myself that can help people heal and try to create more healthy relationships in the present. But in all these things, what we're really trying to do is help people discover their own inner resources. As a matter of fact, a big part of EMDR is accessing resources. And so I spend a lot of my time helping people develop resources through the trauma treatments like EMDR, through helping people reframe their beliefs, through helping people develop more courageous, open, connected relationships that they may experience listening for the very first time whereas they maybe didn't with their family of origin. But in all this, no matter what happens in the relationship, they have to play a part in it. They have to participate. They have to begin finding their own sun, their own inner light. It may come in the form of courage when a person's been hurt a lot, but they're courageous enough to come to a therapist. Maybe even some of the people I work with with infidelity who've been terribly, terribly um, betrayed by their partner, and yet they come because they see something redeeming about their partner or the relationship, and they want the children to have both parents, and maybe the partner is truly remorseful. It takes courage, in this case, on the betrayed person's part, to hang in there, to find their courage to open up. The, the person who did the betrayal, to have the courage to open up, to look at themselves, to see what made them breach this relationship and keep the secret and how maybe they recognize that how self-absorbed they were possibly i'm speaking in very general terms every situation is different but my main point here is that it's really about helping them find their own resources so that they can be the best they can be so that they can increase the capacity to give and receive love now meditation is a phenomenal way to also access your higher self, your your best self, your resources. And I, I always say it's it's already there. We already have it. It's just been covered up by hurts and pains and trauma and loss and ignorance, and conditioning, but it is there. And so meditation, the way I learned meditation, the way I teach meditation, is it's not about changing you. It's about accessing these parts of you that can help you discover your inner sun, your inner light, so that you could shine your light. So when we, through, let's, through meditative processes, discover wow, there's a part of me that can be peaceful. There's a part of me that can be the eye of the hurricane. There's a part of me that can be solid and rooted even when the winds are really blowing. There's a part of me that could forgive even though I've been hurt. There's a part of me that could forgive myself even though I've not lived up to my expectations at some times of my life. 
all these all these things are within us and that we could access. I remember Deepak Chopra, who's a well-known meditation teacher. I heard him speak and I remember him saying, oh, it could have been in a book. I did hear him speak. It might have been one of his books. And I heard him say that that for every benefit of every drug, recreational drug that's out there, through meditation, we could actually access something 10 times more intensely wonderful. I totally believe that. It might take a little more discipline and take a little bit more time, but we have capacities inside of us. We could tap into these potentials that can give us these evolutionary types of relationships where there's true connection. We could go grow beyond our ancestors, our parents, our grandparents, to, to get to know the highest form of love. And when I am accessing my most loving parts through processes such as meditation, that's when I attract love. That's how it works. I attract love by being love. I attract kindness and gentleness by being gentle and kind with myself and others. How many times have I seen couples where one person is constantly, they're in a relationship where they're constantly criticized and I help them see how that critical partner is just mirroring their own critical voice and that they got to work on their critical voice, that they have to access the part of them that's kind. That's really more what I'm saying and not buy into the critical voice to unlearn what the critical voice is telling them. They learned it from somewhere else or someone else. And as they overcome this critical voice by accessing their most lovable parts, then either they fall away from that relationship that they're in from a critical, consistently critical partner, or the critical partner changes. What choice do they have? There's not a lock and key here anymore. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. I know for some people, you just have to leave because there are people that are just stuck in the gaslight and they do all these kinds of things. But we do have the power within us. And that's why I personally have learned that there are many processes that could help, but meditation might be really on the top of my list because I know I have to be that love to get that love. And when things aren't working out in my own marriage, ultimately, I have to look within. What am I doing? How am I not being loving to myself? What part of me is getting activated rather than the love that I want to be? And as I be that love, the power of what it brings out of my partner, and it happens over and over again, is absolutely amazing. So I highly endorse this importance of, of meditation and doing everything we can. Meditation, sometimes we need therapy, sometimes you know we need we need loving people around us, but it's really all about activating our own inner inner best self, our own son, our own inner son. Quick little plug, my meditation for couples program is for anybody who's in relationships 
actually it's even for people not in relationships who want to access their most loving part even though if you're in a relationship it's ideal to have a partner both people participate but not really necessary the individual benefit if they do it and the relationship the partner will benefit too and so uh, be on the lookout for invitations to join me in my meditation for couples program be the love that you are be the love that you are be the sun people like to hang around the sun it's warm it's light people like it and you'll attract the best out of others thanks for listening this is todd krieger making the world safe for love That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.